Good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. Hope your morning is going along nicely. Do you have an electric vehicle? Have you thought about getting an electric vehicle? The federal government has a plan to eventually phase out the sale of gas-powered vehicles in this country. The electric vehicle sales mandate regulations will set a course to require auto manufacturers to ensure at least one-fifth of the vehicles they offer for sale in 2026 are fully electric or plug-in hybrids. That will increase to three-fifths by 2030. And then by 2035, all the vehicles offered for sale in this country will need to be zero-emission vehicles. In the first three months of this year, about 1 in 10 new vehicles registered were electric. Now, automakers that come up short uh, for these requirements will be able to cover the difference by buying credits from others who exceed their targets or by investing in charging stations And the charging stations aspect is an interesting part of this because when you have this sort of uh, a plan, you kind of wonder, do we have the infrastructure in place uh, to support it? Uh, Brian Kingston is the president and CEO of uh, the Canadian Vehicle Manufacturers Association and uh, joins us now. Uh, Brian, appreciate the time today. Hey, thanks for having me on. So it seems as though uh, this is the way things are headed, electric vehicles, but is this timeline realistic, would you say? Well, the industry is moving in this direction. This is where we see all the investment going right now. And we've got 77 models in the Canadian market. EV inventory is is on the rise. So this is definitely the direction that everything is moving. Um, But what has been rolled out by the government yesterday is not realistic, um, simply because they have not done enough to build out the supports to make this transition possible for most Canadians. And that means addressing the affordability challenge related to the higher cost of the technology and building out charging infrastructure where we have significant gaps. I was thinking about the the charging infrastructure in particular, not just uh, when you, you know, are out and about if you're traveling, but also just at home we have, uh, you know, a big housing, you know, affordability crisis right now, a lot of apartment buildings being built. But typically with the apartment buildings, there's not a lot of charging stations in those buildings. This is going to be one of the biggest challenges. We focus a lot on public charging infrastructure simply because it's so highly visible. But one third of Canadians live in multi-unit residential buildings. So apartments, condos and towers. And according to the federal government, we're going to need 2.2 million chargers in those buildings in the next 12 years. To your point, we're having a challenge even building housing fast enough for the Canadians that are here let alone housing and apartments that has charging infrastructure built into it. So I I see no path to having that infrastructure in place that quickly. And we can't have a regulation that forces people into a vehicle that they can't charge. Yeah, it feels like one hand's not talking to the other because we need to build. I mean, if you're going to add that that infrastructure, now's the time to do it when you're building and not to retroactively go back and do it, which would be so much more uh, difficult and and expensive. What would you like to see the federal government uh, do with this type of a push towards electric vehicles? I would like to see them come forward with a more aggressive and and thoroughly thought through plan on charging infrastructure specifically. They have created something called a ZEV Advisory Council, an EV Advisory Council, where they're trying to bring together all the players in the ecosystem. That's a good start, but we need to be building today. We have to have a plan in place, money going out the door, 
changing building codes, working with provinces and municipalities. This is going to be an infrastructure bill, the likes we've never seen in recent history. And, and I'm just worried that we're, they've put so much emphasis on regulating what Canadians can and can't buy as opposed to actually helping them make the switch to electric. And ultimately, that's not going to work. Do we have the materials for this? You know, we have uh, CAMI nearby and uh, they've had to be, you know, shut down at times just because there's a lack of uh, materials sometimes for them to be able to build what they want to build. Yeah, that's the other component of this that's, that's going to have to come together rather rapidly. Um, we're building a supply chain right now for electric vehicles and batteries and really focused on creating a North American supply chain specifically. Right now, a lot of battery materials and inputs comes from China. And so the United States is trying to reduce our dependence on the Chinese supply chain, build that capacity in Canada and the United States. But we're talking about 380 plus mines having to come online between now and 2035 to support EV battery manufacturing. And, you know, that's a pretty aggressive uh, timeline and, and it takes about 10 to 15 years to permit a mine in this country. How affordable are electric vehicles right now? I mean, is it is that I think that would be top of mind for a lot of people. People may want them. I think a lot of people want them, but they look at the the bottom line for for everything right now. Yeah. So the advantage of an electric vehicle, of course, is that you save over the lifespan of owning the vehicle because you're not paying for fuel. Um, so that's a significant savings for for Canadians if you make the switch. The challenge is you have to overcome. The initial purchase price and right now there's a price gap of about fourteen thousand dollars between an electric vehicle and a gas-powered vehicle so that's why we've been calling on the government to have stronger incentives you can get five thousand dollars through the federal government's izeb program that's a good start but that's not going to offset that price gap and and most canadians they're thinking about their monthly car payment they don't think about the savings over a 10-year time horizon. So we've got to help them with that initial upfront cost. Are there other countries going in the same direction as this that we could, A, maybe learn from, but also we need to be aware of? Because if everyone's doing the same thing, that's going to also create some of the you know, supply chain and demand issues we've been kind of speaking to here. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the most important country for Canada to, uh, to monitor and align with on all of this is the United States. Um, this is our, our industry is totally integrated with the U.S. It always has been. Um, that's why we compete for new investment here is because we're so integrated. We have a free trade agreement with the Americans. So we should continue to align with the U.S. on emission standards, on electrification uh, and on things like incentives. Their, their federal incentive is $5,000 higher than what's offered in Canada. So I think if we stay in lockstep with the Americans, we'll get this right. But right now, the government's taking a divergent approach, and that really worries me. Uh, we will follow with interest. Uh, Brian, I certainly appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. That's Brian Kingston, President and CEO of the Canadian Vehicle Manufacturers Association. It's a really interesting sort of conversation uh, when you think about where we're headed with all this and just the infrastructure that is needed. When you think of the charging stations, we talked about it off the top with Brian there. The charging stations, like the public ones, yes, uh, those we need to have more of, but it's the, it's the private ones. It's the ones you would have at your home. And with so many people in increasing numbers, you look at all the cranes in the sky, we're going to be living in apartment buildings uh, moving forward. 
I don't know about you, but every time, you know, I've visited, you know, friends or family when they've, uh, when they live in an apartment building, the number of charging stations for electric vehicles is quite small. So if we're building these uh, apartment buildings now, they need to have the infrastructure uh, within them. And then it goes just any number of ways in terms of uh, the materials and, and the affordability. I think we're going in this direction. Electric vehicles are where we're headed. It's just the way we do it is going to matter. Uh, we need to take a break. Uh, when we return, more of The Morning Show with Devin Peacock on 980 CFPL.